Okay, ready? Yes, ma'am. All right, hey guys, it's Tori O'Neill, founder of the Mighty Dames, and we're back for another interview. And today we are joined with Kim. Hello, Kim. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? I nervous actually. Nervous. <laughs> what? You, oh my god! Like you should so not. I can guarantee you this. This will probably be the chillest interview. That well, this is like my first interview, really, and then oh, snap. you know I remembered right before I went to sleep, and so I like overanalyzed all the conversation, and it's probably not going to go anywhere near as what I imagined it to be. So look, no, seriously, like <laughs> we have fun on these. And, right. Um, yeah, it's fine. I like to say that I'm a super serious person and like I really dug in and looked for the hard questions. I'm pretty sure I'll be asking you about candy eventually during this because it's like it's, a, it's interesting. Let me just say I'm digging your background. The plants are very, Thank very you. nice. Thank you. Know, you. Very, very fresh, very lively. I like it. Kind of a little bit of a bohemian vibe here yeah. at my house. So. So um, why don't you let everyone know, let's do your, you know, your BJJ stats, like your belt, where you train, how long you've been training, all of that. Um, I am a two-stripe purple belt. Um, I've been training for about seven years. I started at Combative Sports Center in Manhattan, Kansas. Um, but I also, my best friends opened a gym in Abilene, Kansas. So I train there twice a week as well. And that's a Never Surrender MMA. Okay. So the question we always have to ask is why jujitsu? Like what got you? This is, this is not <laughs> this is, like people don't just wake up and like, I'm going to go ra- grapple people. Like why this sport? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just a little odd. Um, mm-hmm. There used to be a show on called bully Beatdown on. Oh Instagram. my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know this show. <laughs> yes. And I always wanted to feel what it was like to get kicked in the thigh by an MMA fighter. Um, I have since changed that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, I really love doing those Tybo tapes. But, you know. Oh, my God, the Tybo. And they're like, yes. Yes. But, you know, Billy Blank didn't know when I paused the TV. And, you know, so. Yeah, I really liked it, but, you know, he's not a great motivator when he's not in the room with you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um, a friend of my son's actually trained MMA, and just on a whim, I started working out with him, and I loved it. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely loved it. Well, we just did the kickboxing part. Okay. And it was just so nice and so cathartic to be able to put the whole entire world away. You know, as women, we worry about what's for dinner, you know, deadlines, kids' homework, everything. And it was just so nice to just not think, especially for yeah. me because I'm an overthinker. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he went away and I was like devastated. <laughs> and... <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do now? You know, I'm kind of on this roll. I'm kind of digging it. I learned how to put my boxing gloves on without any help, you know, so I was like really into it. And I found this gym online. Well, there's actually three in my area and one was kind of like a Cobra Kai-esque. Gotcha. Gotcha. And another was. (laughs) Yes. Choice number one. (laughs) Yeah. And another was kind of like soccer moms kickboxing to music and. Gotcha. Then I found Combative Sports Center, and um, yeah, it 
that was a long time actually getting into jujitsu because I was so, I was overweight and mm -hmm. old. And when I walked in, you know, I walked into this gym full of hot, fit, young men that could be calendar models. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, so a little bit of intimidation. Oh my gosh, a lot. And so I was like really in my head and it took Joe Wilk, my instructor, a year and a half almost to convince me to start doing jujitsu. Okay. And then he would plan it right before I did my workouts with him because I lived an hour away from my gym. And so that way I couldn't just like run home and, you know, forget, oh, I, you know, oh, my I cat missed me or, you know. <laughs> oh, he set you up. Yes, he did. And Good I started job. it. Yeah, I started it and I hated it. Oh, I hated it so much. <laughs> um, because it was like getting picked last for gym all the time because, you know, I'm in my head. Everybody was gearing up for a big fight. So they had their favorite training partners and they weren't doing it to me on purpose. It was just the way I felt. And um, it took probably a good six months before Joe said, I'm throwing you in your tournament and you're doing this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> And then I, I've been hooked. So, Yo, and now yeah. I'm just yeah, best. <laughs> so why did you, so did you hate it so much because it was just like, you felt like the odd person out or was it just like, because jujitsu to me, it was a lot more like, even though I know it involves the whole body, it felt like so much just more than anything I had done before. Well, yeah. I mean, because you're in positions that normally you're not in unless, you know, you're with, you know, an intimate partner. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, the, my I, first I got day, you. <laughs> yes, my first day, I'm partnered with this guy who's new as well, and um, we got taken aside, and we were doing the arm trap and roll from the mount position. Yeah. And so, he, you know, she's like, okay, you know, straddle him, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, like straddle who? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. This is, and I kind of look around. I'm like, okay, if, if other people can do it, I can do it. So, you know, I get on top and this guy's face is red and I'm red. And then he bridges up and, you know, next thing I know, my boobs are right in his face. <laughs> and I am mortified. <laughs> and he is mortified, which makes me mad because he's mortified. And I'm like, well, no. Well, actually, you're welcome, but fine then. Be that way. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it just felt so unnatural and so mm -hmm. ungraceful. And, you know, like I said, I was really into myself just in this shell. And mm -hmm. every move that I tried to do, you know, because when, when the instructor does it, it's just like smooth and seamless. And it's like, ooh, it's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like this. And then like you try it's like, yeah exactly mm -hmm. i felt like you know a elephant on roller skates on an ice rink trying to do this move and it was just it was not working for me and i hated it and i just i wasn't used to that close contact and mm -hmm. so that was it was just different for me no i'm glad you mentioned that because i was exactly i didn't in general i just didn't like people to touch me like just don't like people in my space I want to say my first class was my teammate Rita. So I was with a girl, but she was, she's like five foot, nothing, you know, I'm this big <laughs> girl. 
And the first thing she does, and she's so, she's so friendly. It's almost like, it's almost intimidating how like okay with everything she is. And she's like super encouraging too. So the first thing she does is pull me to the mat and pulls me into her guard. And I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> like what? She's like, okay, so you put your hands on your hips and you're gonna, I was like, oh, please stop. <laughs> like, so I had no warning. I was just, next thing I know, I'm on my knees in between the stranger's legs. I was exactly. just like, I'm just like, this is, this is very, this is very cool. So we are just gonna be like, <laughs> on, okay. Cause you know, you know, they tell you what you're doing, but then they put you in the position. You're like, oh, oh, oh okay. no, there's no space here. Cool. No, exactly. Awesome. And Joe walks by. He's like, welcome to jujitsu. There's no personal <laughs> space. And I'm like, got it. <laughs> so, so why did you stay? Why didn't you just say, you know what? This is not for me. I'm going to leave. Honestly, I didn't want to disappoint Joe. <laughs> And, you know, looking back, he, pro- he probably wouldn't have cared. But I, when I first started with him, this is my first time being with a personal trainer. And mm-hmm. he was 45 minutes late, and I was pissed. Oh, sorry. I didn't know if I could say bad words. Oh, well, you've clearly <laughs> never heard some of my other interviews. That's <laughs> um, And so we actually left, and I was so upset upset and my husband at the time he's like I've never seen you be this passionate before Mm -hmm. are you sure you want to leave and I'm like no so we go back and Joe's client that was waiting there for him Joe walks in he says get started and the client jumped up immediately and went and I'm like oh okay this guy respects Joe enough Mm -hmm. you know um so when I had my first session with Joe then Joe was right there counting with me he was very intent um and very he just wasn't like okay go do 15 reps of this and yeah. come back so he was very um involved in your development thank you yes mm-hmm. so and it just that made me respect him and so you know i didn't want to disappoint joe so no, you know sometimes that's really good though that that what that says off the bat is that you found a very supportive environment Oh, you, yeah. he was there, if he's, he's in there, like really, even though, yes, we pay them. But like you said, they're a personal transfer. We're like, okay, here's the workout. Go ask me any questions. Got you. So that's good. And, and it seems like from what you said so far, he was like, like on you through jujitsu too. Like, Hey, we're going to do this. And you go over there and do that. And well, you're going <laughs> to compete soon. So <laughs> he was, and, and I tell him all the time that he's like the fixture of the broken because he just he just knows what everybody needs and this is so exactly what i needed i needed this in my life that's so, awesome yeah yay joe i know <laughs> i joe just mm, good job joe. <laughs> okay so you said you he put you in a competition and you know pre-covid you comp you competed pretty regularly um, after that, um, and I, I lost and then I won. It was, um, I had to go against my own teammate, which really sucked. It was mm-hmm. my first time. I never, I'm such a good girl, you know, 
never had any conversation in high school. You know, I, I'm always the, the very passive. Sure, you can call me whatever names, whatever. Um, it doesn't even bother. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, but so having that be, I guess, a teammate that I really, her personalities and I didn't mesh really well, and nobody was there to coach us. And then I lost, and I lost badly, and oh, I was mad. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is happen again. And it didn't. And I actually had my first confrontation off the mat there too. Um, that's that was an interesting story. But I was so <laughs> proud of myself because I was like, I won't get into the whole situation because you know, respecting people's privacies, but I was very happy that I was able to go up to that person, speak, you know, articulately and intelligently and say, This is not cool. I don't mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. you know this isn't the way that we should be you know supporting each other and I got my point across and I was like oh I can stick up for myself now this yeah. is awesome <laughs> so it kind of helped you get that that confidence you just like that extra oomph to just express yes, yourself it did it did so Good. and you know I've just been gaining confidence ever since that so. is that is so awesome <laughs> um that makes me happy because like that's one of those, when people talk about sports in general, they talk about the secondary traits you get besides just, you know, competing in the sport. And one of the big ones that they always talk about is confidence. It's just when you develop a skill and you know you can do that skill, you, you become confident in it. And then it just, it just transfers through other other ways of life like you're like why am i why am i being quiet about this? <laughs> I'm going to say something. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, is it with you? Because like in my head, sometimes when I'm like, I have, I have a very passive personality too. Not as much now as I used to, but I used to let a lot of stuff slide. I just wouldn't let it bother me because I was like, man, what's the point? But now I have this voice that like sits in the back of my head. It's like, um, uh, there is a point. Um, yeah. You need to say something now or they're going to think you're going to get away with it. Literally having that conversation back and forth in my head is like, no, it's not that serious. Like, oh, but it could be serious. <laughs> you need to say something now because, you know, in two weeks, what are you going to say then? It's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, we need to talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's awesome. Um, so we first became um, um, aware of each other through an article you wrote for um, Girls and Geese called Big Girls Don't Cry. <laughs> and which I love um, but both of us are ambassadors for girls and geese so how'd you get involved with the girls and geese program um it was through Amber Haynes she's also a um, girls and geese ambassador in Kansas and Amber and I had well, I've attended a couple seminars at her school and um you know I just ever since I started jiu-jitsu I wanted to make sure because I felt uncomfortable that I wanted to make sure everybody else felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I'm always, you know, taking people aside. Hey, do you have any questions? I can, if I can't answer them, I'll direct you to somebody who can. And, yeah. you know, let's, let's get comfortable in this uncomfortable sport together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she just reached out to me one time and she's like, Hey, would you like to be involved? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's, I think it's a, a wonderful platform. And um, so I, yeah, it's all on board. I, yeah, that's, that's literally how it happened with me is we had a, um, we had an event over here and Shama was there. She's like, Hey, Tori. I was like, Hey, Shama, you want to, <laughs> you want to help out? I was like, sure. Why not? 
<laughs> and next thing you know, I was like, oh, I guess I'm doing this. I think I, I, I'll go back to my coach. Like, I think, I think I'm working with girls and geese now. I'm not really <laughs> sure, but we'll find out when they come back. And there then, we go. <laughs> it was like a year and a half ago. I was like, yeah, I am definitely involved now. <laughs> um, so the article you wrote, Big Girls Don't Cry, it was to sum it up, it seemed like it was about um, being a bigger girl in the sport and then kind of having to come to terms with your size and what that means for you participating in the sport. Is that about right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it started because somebody I thought was a friend of mine was actually saying things behind my back that, you know, oh, yeah, she competes in jiu-jitsu. She, you know, she's fat. She can't do that. Uh, I'm like, watch me. <laughs> uh, so, it, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, instead of getting angry, you know, why, why not just say it is, you know, thank you, Captain Obvious. I'm, I'm, I'm a big girl, you yeah. know, but that doesn't mean that I can't do things. Um, and it doesn't stop me. Would I like to be skinnier? Yeah. You know, would I like to be able to just walk into a department store and be like, oh my gosh, that dress is adorable and put it on and be like, awesome. Yes. Listen, that <laughs> I'm with you. I had to come to terms being big, but I am still bitter it's kind of the same with shoes because I wear a size 13. Oh, bless your heart. I know it's rough, but like you go and see like, oh my God, this is so cute. And you're like, well, I'm not a size, like I'm not a nine, so I can't wear these shoes. Or you see like pants, all oh, these pants are so cute. And it's like size eight and it goes up to 12. Like that's like the size <laughs> of my arm. Like, sure. <laughs> it's a dream. Yes. Um, so in, you know, doing this sport and I actually, um, got a chance to fight my first MMA fight in October. Um, what? Yes, unfortunately, my opponent broke the clavicle. So, oh, I know. I'm so disappointed, but I'm still training. But everybody has noticed, they're like, oh my gosh, you're losing so much weight. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, what? Me? No. <laughs> Me? <laughs> and I'm like, I just noticed a little it. Bit. <laughs> yeah. I put on a shirt the other day and I'm like, oh, this shirt fits. So, I mean, yeah, we're all under construction all the time. So, yeah. you know. So, wait a minute. So, we're, we just, rewind, 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 rewind. <laughs> started this because you're like, oh, I want to get kicked in the leg. And then you're like, oh, no, I changed my mind. I don't want that. And now you're training to do an MMA fight. See, all these things aren't connected to me. It's just. <laughs> well, I, let me, let me back up to that. <laughs> Um, one time I held, um, pads for Justin Overton, who's a Bellator fighter in, in, down in Oklahoma and he was doing knees and I, yeah, I don't want to get kicked ever by him. <laughs> so that's a no, no. I'm um, good. Yeah. Um, but no, so jokingly the opportunity came up for me to take a fight and I'm like, you know what? I really need this in my life. Um going through a separation and it would be give me something to focus on that's positive mm -hmm. and um that was the whole reason why i even started with joe in the first place and so i was like yeah let's do it let's knock it off the bucket list like why not <laughs> just do it that yeah. is actually insane awesome but insane. I'm a huge, like I, I, we spoke about our last um, interview. We spoke with um, 
oh god it's like her name is like oh sam sam seth and she's an mma fighter and i was like i love mma so much like i am a hardcore probably watch more than any sane person should (laughs) there's no way in hell i'm letting another grown woman punch me in the face well that's why you gotta block so you don't get punched in the face see (laughs) i can do offense or defense i cannot do both at the same time my brain does not work that way i learned that out and Muay Thai very quickly. I can't, like, I can hold mitts. I'm pretty good at holding mitts. But, like, <laughs> when it comes time to, like, punch and block, no, I'll get knocked out very quickly, very <laughs> brutally. And I'm big, so when I fall, it will be a whole thing. So, no, 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 So, it's very quickly. So, well, hopefully you get another, you get someone else. And, oh, God, please, woman, heal from the broken clavicle. There's this. Right. Bless her heart. That just sounds so. terrible. Um, right. Oh gosh. So when you first started, you talked about how you came in, you like all these, you know, models on the mat. And you're like, if it was like to me, I was like, okay, here I am. And you go on the mat and you try it. Like, how did it let me rephrase this? Like, how did you eventually adjust? Because I feel like there, it takes some time to, like we were talking about, get used to being the, the close physical contact. And once you get over the physical contact, there's still just this thing like, okay, I'm a big body on somebody who's not that big bodied. <laughs> How's this going to work? Yeah, it was, it, I can't really say that there was like one pivotal moment in my mm-hmm. life um but you know just being there all the guys you know would say oh hey you know how are you are you gonna start training <laughs> no I'm not gonna do that so but they were like super nice and very n- not one of them was like you don't belong here you know you're fat go home everybody was just like super excited and um the one girl that I was working with, she had a, a torn labrum and, you know, bless her heart. She's like, you're too big for me. I, I can't really train for you or with you because, you know, she was injured. And so that really screwed yeah. up my brain. And I'm like, well, you know, what, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And um, it, the guys would just, you know, bless their hearts. They would, they would work with me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was really kind of injured or worried about injuring them being so big mm-hmm. and I didn't realize, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I'll get used to it. And just like, you know, whenever somebody new trains with me, Joe's like, you're not going to break her. Just, mm-hmm. just go. You're fine. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say that there was one pivotal moment, but everybody was just so encouraging at my gym and just very, and once I got my first gi, everybody's like, nice gi. And I'm like, oh, they, they noticed me, you know, and it's like, you don't learn anybody's names. They're blue belt because, you know, everybody comes and goes. So <laughs> listen, there's some blue belts in my gym. I'm like, oh, is that again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm just joking, everybody. I know y'all's names. <laughs> Mr. Smith. <laughs> Sir, I got you. <laughs> but um, isn't getting like, especially like, like us being bigger, when you get like the gi and it fits, aren't you like, doesn't you don't you feel like a little kid who like just got a new pair of sneakers for school 
Like, <laughs> you just like put it on. For me, whenever I get new gear in general, I'm like, I put it on in my house. I'm just like, ooh, look at that. Striking a yeah. pose. <laughs> well, the very first gi that I got, what, you know, I had to get for my, what the width was, was the size. And so I had to offer it because it was like putting on my daddy's suit coat when I was a kid. And then trying to shrimp in it for the first time, and I don't even know what the heck shrimp was. And I'm like, what are we going to eat? You know, what the hell is a shrimp? And now I got to do it in my dad's suit coat, and it's hot. And, um, so hot. Yes. And then my next gi fit even worse. But then I found the 93 brand, mm -hmm. and I got the, they have a size H2, A2H. Fits perfectly, and I love it so much and yes you're right it's just like look at me i gotta yeah. <laughs> that's, what I'm that's one thing i'll tell people is like you think you have it hard man you try being very small or very big you are fresh out of luck you can find them but it like you if you feel like you're going through like some deep dark search on the web like <laughs> oh dang it's not husky size i can't use it. it's like oh is this is this curvy odd oh, straight it, oh god it's like it's the the straight cuts like i need curvy yes and i it's, have a high waist so mm -hmm. you know it has to be like you know old man pant you know mm -hmm. up around my ribs otherwise you know halfway through the roll it's rolling down it's and falling I'm like, oh, down I just, I just don't even care there's there's my underwear that's what it looks okay like. i will this is this is what I, I will plug i i recommend this for every big girl who like has like spillage problems singlet wear a singlet underneath your gi it solves all of life's problems <laughs> and don't get a men's gi a men's i'm saying get a women's cut singlet you can get them on um you can get them from like asics on amazon they fluctuate between like 20 and 30 bucks i've worn them since a white belt it is like the, the best thing ever so when you have to go pee like really bad oh yeah no that's annoying that's just that's just the that's just the price of entry you gotta you gotta just like suck that up like, it it. um but it's they're big they, they just you just pop it down the only time it really really sucks is at a competition it's mm. like so like i put the singlet on so i don't have to wear anything underneath my underneath my gi pants but i'll still put a rash guard on so like if something happens and I'm in full gear and I have to pee, I'm just like, oh God, pull <laughs> it down. So you have like your, you end up with your rash guard like sitting around your neck. Sometimes you just kind of scoot your belt up, your jacket's pulled back, and the single it's it's a thing. It's like, make sure you use the bathroom. It's oh my gosh. right before. But yes. other than that, it it's it's just a freaking breeze. I like it for like Muay Thai. I'll just wear my singlet and like a t-shirt on top. Just let the thighs go out. Oh, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that. It's really, it's a, it's a comfort choice and um, they have bigger sizes too. I think I'm like a, I'm like a 2X. They have a 2 or 3XL. So if, I mean, they, I mean, look, I'm probably like a 3X, but we get in a 2X <laughs> and it's fine. I'm not yeah, spending any more money. Yeah, that'd be helpful, especially when you're boxing. You don't have to try and, you know, mm -hmm. really pants up. I'll, sh I'll shoot you the link. I'll shoot the link. It's, it's, a, it's a game changer. Um, I told all the guys, I'm like, look, we've reached that status. You're just going to have to pull my pants up for me. That's just what's happening. <laughs> I, I hit that point where, I want to say about two or three, three years ago, maybe, where um, 
I started wearing shorts again because I just didn't wear shorts. I didn't like showing my legs. I just felt uncomfortable. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. Throw these thighs out here. And ever since then, I was I went to the gym like, look out, boys, because um, <laughs> no gi, Tori doesn't wear spats anymore. We wear shorts. <laughs> They're going to clap you on the side. They might hit your face. It kind of is what it is. (laughs) If you can roll and like your hairy chest can go across my face, you can deal with a couple thigh slaps. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 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 I I understand that. So, um, all right. So back to your article and back to like, well, more so being a larger girl in the sport. I hear from sometimes that jujitsu can be so like, it can be either beneficial to like body image and self-esteem, but it can also be a hindrance. Have you felt that it's kind of done that back and forth for you? Or did you think that's been really beneficial? Oh, it's been super beneficial for me. Um, you know, number one, <laughs> I can eat breakfast because I don't have to cut weight. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> um, but no, it's everything that I've done in jiu-jitsu has just been wonderful. Um, it's been wonderful for my confidence, my my body issues. And, you know, now I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to wear those shorts. I feel good in these shorts. And I can kick your ass five ways to Sunday if you don't like it, you know? <laughs> so it's, you know, the body image. Now, it, it's me. This is me. Would I like to change things? Absolutely. Um but do I want to have garlic bread? Yeah, I do. So. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's basically what it is. I'm laughing because I'm literally about to make some garlic bread. <laughs> um, well, the reason I asked is like one of the things that we really big at the Mighty Dame is supporting the idea, not just of, you know, we, we support healthy and positive body image, but also like body confidence and, um, self-compassion sometimes we get a little we get hard everyone is hard on themselves but I feel like when you're in a sport especially when it's a sport centered around weight classes and that is very physical you can it can it can mess with you at times so being able to just be like look okay (laughs) We, we know where we're at we can either be positive about it and like you know continue to work on changes with a good attitude or we can try the other way and try to make changes from a place of negativity and suffer along the way i prefer to smile so um yeah I, you know i'm with you in that respect too and there's actually a song by pink and the title escapes me right now but part of the lyrics were um you're so mean when you talk to yourself um, you were wrong, change the voices in your head and make them like you instead. And I was just like, duh, <laughs> how yep. easy is that? And I've always been, you know, kind of a happy-go-lucky person. Um, but just realizing that I don't have to say that, oh, God, you're so stupid. And, you know, you did that all wrong and you failed. You know, I could be like, okay you didn't get that but what can you do to fix it and you're not stupid you just didn't know so now learn about it and um fix those voices in your head you know? absolutely we're our own worst critics like nine times out of ten i mean there's some jackasses in this world but nine times out of ten <laughs> it's like 
we are so much harder on ourselves than anyone else. Because in reality, I, I just got back from a camp um, and <laughs> one of the instructors was talking about competing, how in your mind, you're like, okay, this is it. Everyone's watching me. And then in reality, it was like three people watching you. Nobody <laughs> cares. Like no one cares but you. And you're the only one suffering from it. So what is, what's really the even, what is even the point of just, you know, dragging yourself down for this ideal that you're just hoping you're going to feel happier once you hit it. But as someone like myself who has, you know, yo-yo dieted, had disordered eating for so, so long, whenever I reached a point weight-wise that I set for myself when I was like not doing it healthily or from a place of positively, it didn't, like I hit, I was like, yeah, <sighs> still don't like myself. And you know, like you, like you talked about, it takes a while. It, it takes you just a constant reminding of like, you know what? It's okay. Why don't we like ourselves? Like what is going on here? How, how can we fix this? How can we do better? And I think, um, I'm really glad that you, you're, you found that and we need more people to find that and more of them <laughs> to find it earlier so that they don't like, you know, go trudge through years of self-doubt and all the fun that comes along with that. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, there, there's a lot of years that I self-sabotaged, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was just because of my relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so, but, um, if finding jujitsu, jujitsu really saved me. It, it destroyed my relationship, but it saved me and I'm a better mom. I'm a better woman. I'm a better friend because of it. So That's awesome. You know, <laughs> I think sometimes what happens is we, um, we cling to chaos. Yes, exactly. We cling to things out of a sense of familiarity and kind of like, like blinded optimism that like, oh, this is, the, this is good for me. This is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then you have something that comes into your life like a jujitsu and you realize actually there's a whole other way that I could exist, like a, like a better way I could exist. And, but in order to do that, I'm going to have to cut some ties. And it's scary at first. It's actually like life alteringly <laughs> shocking. But once you do it, like, at least for me, there's this weight, like a, like when you open a Sprite, like a really crispy, cold Sprite, it's like, <laughs> and you like, oh, you just kind of can settle into it. Yes. <laughs> like that's kind of yes. how, that's how it felt for me. And um, for you, it was, you know, getting out of a relationship. For me, it was leaving a job. And if I didn't have, um, some of the tools that I gained through jujitsu, I don't, I probably would have like trudged through and suffered through for a couple more years until I just completely snapped on everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And it, it took my best friend, Sherry to be like, this isn't you, mm -hmm. you know, you are so much happier when you're on the mats, but as soon as you get off, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just not you. Mm -hmm. And she says, that makes me really sad. And I'm like, Oh, oh, <laughs> let's start, let's start examining some things here. 
isn't it crazy that you could be like like going on living your life thinking you have everything so well hidden and then someone who's close to you be like listen we need to have a little talk and they tell you like you can see this hey exactly i've been so used to hiding it and you know somebody's like Hey, sister. No, that's not right. <laughs> Just so you know, we know. And yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. So how are you, how are you, what's your training situation right now in this lovely COVID era that we're living in? Are you able to get some training in on the mats or is it kind of like restricted? I don't know. Cause it varies state to state now. Right. Um, so in Abilene, it's, not restricted at all. So okay. um, we're able to roll up there. And unfortunately, a week and a half ago, I rolled my ankle so bad. <laughs> so that kind of um, hindered that. And then my gym in Manhattan, which is in Riley County, um, they're still under a little bit of restriction. Okay. So I go there and um, kind of just do get some cardio built up. So, but we've been, we've been pretty fortunate here. We were shut down, you know, for the first initial, um, so you guys did it right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm in Florida. We did not. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We said fuck it in May. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, that was definitely, I think it was like, I don't know, eight weeks off. That was, that was, oh, that was bad. That was, bless my friends' hearts. They, they stuck with me through not being able to train. And um, my mind was just, like I said, I'm an overthinker, overanalyzer, mm-hmm. not being able to put that away. Um, but my friends really stepped up and kept me busy. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I will see your eight weeks and I will raise you four months. I did. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I, I think I started training. I stopped in March and I started back up in July. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was because in Florida, we got locked down. You know, the gyms were closed until I want to say like June. And then even when they opened up, they, we couldn't just do, we're at the point now, everyone just here is just pretending like it's not a big deal as our, <laughs> as our numbers and deaths continue to rise. We're like, oh no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. We're, we're going to be awesome. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, we follow the restrictions, but you know, that in Abilene, it's a small rural area. Yeah. So we, you know, Kansas is now, you know, running up there in numbers, but we've been, we've been pretty fortunate out here at least. So. That's good. Good. Yeah. Well, stay, stay safe. And yeah, for everyone listening, if you're six, keep your ass at home. Don't be that guy. Exactly. It's the flu. Stay home. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, this has been a blast talking to you, but we have now, we're going to do the mighty minute where I'm going to ask you rapid fire questions. Um, we're going to try to get as many as we can in 60 seconds. I will have comments on your answers. Um, I'm not saying there's any wrong answers, but. There's wrong answers. Yeah. I get totally it. wrong answers. In the world of Tori, there's wrong answers. But um, as long as they're not like super egregious, we, we can let them slide. So I'm going to put. Oh, okay. Put sicky. 60 seconds oh, on my clock. Be ready to defend this. <laughs> please, please. 
All right, I'm actually gonna put like a little bit more because I tend to stutter. Right, I'm gonna start after I ask, ask the first question. Ready? Yes. Okay, what age did you stop believing in Santa? I still do. <laughs> what color is your car? It's blue. Cats or dogs? Cats. What's your favorite dessert? Strawberries with anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, name a guilty pleasure. Uh, uh, re reading, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> More night the person. other, but you know, that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Morning or night person? Oh, definitely night. Mornings suck. How tall are you? Five, six. What's your favorite Disney movie? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Bar soap or liquid soap? Oh, liquid. How many push-ups can you do? Um, in a row? Probably yes. like 20. And all day, I'm probably, you know, like 300. <laughs> what was your favorite book growing up? Um, to Kill a Mockingbird, actually. What is the lowest grade you ever received in high school? Oh, that was a D. Um, do you eat fortune cookies? Yeah. And what's your favorite fruit? Um, strawberries and or oranges. All right. Okay. Oh, I definitely have some questions for you now. <laughs> okay. First of all, you like cats over dogs? I mean, I don't like either one of them, but cats are so freaking obnoxious. Yeah, but you can leave a cat home for days with water and food and don't have to. Okay. If we're talking about ease of care, cats all day. <laughs> they do not need it. They will, they, in their minds, we are there to serve them. <laughs> they're not needed but like if i'm gonna go through like the whole process of getting a pet i damn well better be acknowledged by said pet <laughs> <laughs> and no one well, makes you feel more acknowledged than the dog because they like like hey what hey where are you going i'll just come too well actually i tried to stop on the way home the other day and grab some raccoons that are on the side of the road but my son like no so you know. no, no, we're good with that no 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 <laughs> Um, okay, what else was there? Um, let's see. Beauty and the Beast, really? Hmm. Yes, because I love to read and um, I just wanted to be Belle. I'm weird and I like to read and make friends with weird creatures. So I have no strong objection to that. That was a movie that I don't think I actually watched until I was older. So it was like, oh, okay, yellow dress, little bear. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, but um, did you watch the live action remake that they did with? Emily? I did. Yeah, did it was pretty that? good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I've had issues with all of the Disney remakes. I think, but that one. Good. Oh, I can't wait for Milan to come out. Oh my God! Do you see where it's coming out on Disney Plus? Yes, September fourth. Yeah. Oh my! I'm so freaking excited for that. Um, cause that one, cause to me, my, my, one of my favorites is Mulan. Cause she was just badass. She's like, I don't need you. Shh, shh. Family honor. Save my dad. Like she was just nice. awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, after generations of like prince saving princess is like, actually I'm going to save my whole damn country. <laughs> You're welcome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that one is, I will say like the Lion King remake, I wanted it to be good. It was so weird. That's what I've heard. I haven't seen it yet. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get like the experience of it, just watch the Black is King thing from Beyonce on Disney Plus. 
<laughs> it's much better than anything <laughs> in that movie because they, they did this when they did like Jungle Book. It's like you need animation because you can like you can make animals emote. You know, you can make them a little bit more right. realistic. You can't have CGI tigers. I mean, CGI lions. <laughs> With feelings, it, do, it doesn't work. Like they're having the scene, you know, where you know um, Scar's holding Mufasa, he falls, ah, dies. Simba runs up, dad, dad, and like you're hearing him, like dad, someone help me, anybody? But the eyes are staring like this into your soul. Like, no, this is creepy. Please make it stop. Um, so honestly, if you're gonna watch it, like I don't know if you drink, but drink, then it'll be fun. But besides that. Get, Will do. Just with the girls. Got it. <laughs> just listen to the Blackest King thing from Beyonce, because at least mm-hmm. that seems more, you know, has more um, influences from Africa. It's, it's just fun. It's fun. <laughs> God, Lion King wasn't. It was so bad. And also, I have a whole, again, I have a whole rant on the Lion King movie. But also, it's like Beyonce's a voice actor, and she shouldn't be. Because she's Beyonce and her voice is too distinctive that it's like, you know, when like certain actors hit to a certain point, they can no longer be the person they're portraying. They are themselves. Right. It's like, it's like that. Like when you see the person, you're not thinking like, oh, this is no, it's like, oh, Beyonce's a, t- is a lion. Cool, cool. And that's all I hear through the whole, it's like, like, Nala's Beyonce. So it, it's, it's kind of trippy. <laughs> um okay liquid or bar soap i have no objections to this because i use both shameless plug jujitsu comp um, jujitsu soap company dope bar soap yeah well and our beard companies actually were starting to make bar soap and he gave me an example he's like use it and i'm like ew i don't want oh, to <laughs> yeah you have i didn't even ask that so you have a beardy company Thingy. Yes. yes. <laughs> what is that? Tell me what that's about. Well, um, so my friend Isaac just has tons of stuff going on. <laughs> and he he's a getting to be in bare knuckle fighting. He's a pro MMA fighter, brown belt jiu-jitsu. Um, and he Get has this, this beard. And he tried a bunch of beard products that didn't really work well for him. And he was a biochemist at K State, and nice. like, yeah. So he's like, "Talk me nice. out of, yeah." He's like, "Talk me out of doing a beard hair company," and I'm like, "Well, why don't you?" And he's like, "Fine, but you're doing it with." <laughs> it was a trap. Okay, <laughs> so we've gone to beard competitions, which are very weird, um, and um, so we've been doing it for about two years now. So what's the name of the company? The Nandy Beard Company. Okay, we'll make sure to include links on there if you guys want to check it out. So you say you do, what What kind of products do you serve? You say you talked about the soap. I, as you see, I don't have a beard. <laughs> I don't know what goes into beard care. Um, so what kind of products are we talking here? We do oils, butters, and balms. And actually the beard oils, because, you know, I have all mm-hmm. this. Um, I actually use the oil and it kind of helps calm my curls down. Okay. So dual purpose yeah but you know guys don't want to use girl products so we try not to market that aspect of it gotcha (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, but we got oils, butters, and balms, and starting to delve into a little bit of soap. Okay. And we're going to kind of make a sister company. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. Isn't it cool that like nowadays, like you and your friends, you just have an idea like, I think I'm going to do this. You're like, sure. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, when he said it, I'm like, well, why don't you? thinking he's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it then. And he did. And, you know, we've been... We go places, we sing Disney songs in, in the car and, <laughs> and Okay, so what's the what's the the go to Disney song? Like you're driving and like, you know, you have your mouth like, oh, I need to listen to this. What is it? Let's get down to business. Yes. <laughs> that song is so good. Do you do you like the like when it's like to defeat? Did you like the uh, hand um, gestures too? Oh, oh yeah. We got, we got a whole routine. We got a whole routine. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Whenever, um, whenever my sister and I go on road trips, we're like, we're musical kids. Like I'm a band nerd is in band my whole life. And, um, I reluctantly dragged, <laughs> I dragged her into band for like a half a season while we were in college for her to get some <laughs> extra money. Like, Hey, you can come to college with me, get some extra money. So she played cymbals for six months and hated it. but I got her but I got her involved in musicals so we go through first we start out with um with Rent Hmm. and then we move to trust me on this Shrek the musical has has some bangers in there Has (laughs) has like some really good songs that I didn't anticipate Highly we'll recommend. Check that out. Yeah. Highly <laughs> recommend Shrek the Musical. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but if you can find Shrek the Musical, treat yourself. Um, right. And now that Hamilton's out, she does. Oh my gosh, I love Hamilton. <laughs> love it. <laughs> she had a countdown when they announced it was going to be on Disney Plus. This whole show is a, basically a plug for Disney Plus. Right. Exactly. Yes. Um, but. She had to have watched that thing like four times within the first two days. She watched it <laughs> once. She's like, oh, that was good. Okay, let's start again from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it is so wonderfully written. And I love how the songs just kind of interspersed into each other. And it's so smart. And just the ending is just like, oh, gets me every time. And so, oh my, George. start crying. Yes. Damn, Eliza. I know. Okay, so are you Team Eliza or are you like Team Angelica? Like, which one? Oh, are you for? Got to be. I've I've been in both situations, <laughs> so I can kind of. Uh, I can kind of relate. So I don't know. I always. Um, come on, pick one. Pick one. Pick one. Uh, I can be Angelica because you know unrequited loves. You know. I gotta go with Angelica. I have to say, like, myself, it's, like, the way I think about it is, like, Angelica is the one that you, like, you want Angelica. You have the chemistry. Everything is, like, mm, it's perfect, but you'd probably be terrible together. And Eliza is the one that you need in, like, it's not like it's nothing there, but you need Eliza in your life. Because, to be honest, no one else is going to put up with Alexander shit. Um, (laughs) So I always always say that, like, he he got it great. Like, you can keep your flirtation up. Everyone kind of knows the situation here. It's kind of fluid. We we know we we know, but like at the end of the day, Eliza's Bay, 
Eliza had all your kids. She took she took you back after all your your bullshit. She yeah. tells you she tells your story like I uh, know <laughs> like and damn she lived to be like ninety something right like yeah Jesus Christ yeah I love Angelica but I'm I'm kind of team Eliza because I just feel like she's the she yeah. was the glue. That's, that's true. That's true. And I like how everyone is. <laughs> I what we were saying. Me and my sister were saying about the play is like everyone likes to think they're Alexander, but really they're a Burr. And <laughs> Burr got a bad rap. Burr was just trying to get in where he could. He just yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is life. Um, and when I asked about the high school grade, you seemed very upset about this D. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I was a cheerleader and my teacher was, um, dance team sponsor and she didn't like the cheerleaders and I'm sure that had nothing to do with it, but I'm still kind of salty about it. (laughs) Yes. It's to the point where I was going to have to redo my senior year because of the stupid grade. And I'm like, Oh, no. okay. oh so, so like it stuck with you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now, I'm on Facebook and I'm like, I am not being friends with you. <laughs> you missed awesome. out on all this awesomeness. <laughs> that is awesome. And then I asked if you eat the fortune cookies because like I don't eat them. I always try to, and then I realize mm, don't like how these taste. Oh my gosh, I love them, especially when you dip them in the vanilla ice cream that they have oh yeah awesome no 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 no, thank you i can't like i always try because because they used to tell me like if you don't eat your fortune cookie the fortune can't come true you know your little kids i want this fortune so i'm like (laughs) i'm eating i'm like like, chug down drink to like make it wash it down but then you know there's definitely some better than others, but yeah. Oh, well, what I always do is like, what I would do, I got to the point, then I cracked the fortune, I look, I was like, mm, don't need this to come true. Fuck you, cookie. <laughs> I'd be done with it. But, um, <laughs> but now my, um, my kid sister's, um, her dog, he freaking loves fortune cookies. I don't know what it is. He loves fortune cookies. So like, he hears the rapper, he's hey um uh so like as you're opening it like you could crack it here his nose is right here just like waiting for you to push it in another hand so he can grab it so i was like oh this is awesome because the cooking gets eaten and you know my fortune can still come true dope <laughs> it doesn't say it has to be eaten by you so yeah, no, it doesn't there you it go. has to be eaten and that i've seen him <laughs> eat grass so like he'll, he'll he ate my couch at one point so like he literally will eat anything <laughs> But, um, oh my gosh, this was so much fun. Thank you for coming on. This was awesome. Sure. We're going to include um, the link to your article. We'll, redo, we'll repost that through the group. Um, it's a really great little piece. Um, we'll also include the link to your, um, to the beard. And the photography. And, and your photographer. God, just a, a woman of many, many talents. Um, I am. Photogra- What's your photography? Stuff. It is, it is Kim Morris photos. Okay. Kim Mora, you know, Kim Morris, Kim Morris. I see what you did that little play on. It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, we'll add it on there and all you can also find all these links on under the beyond the mat section on the new um I was watching the new girls and geese on the new <laughs> Mighty Dames website that will be oh it's it's live by the time this is out. So yeah, make nice. sure to go on that. And that has all businesses by dames. Make sure to look on there and support them. And one more thing before we leave, because I forgot to ask this. You said your nickname's the cleaner. <laughs> yes. Explain. <laughs> um my my bestie Scott, he uh well last year at Sunflower State Games, I don't know if you guys have like state games. So oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I cleaned house. I, I took four oh. gold and both belts and no gi and gi in the absolute. And then Okay. Uh, you know, the mob term, the cleaner is the loyal one who, you know, disrupts the scene, that throw everybody off and um that's he's like, okay. That's that pretty fits dope. You. I thought so you were gonna do like, some some, you know, I'm a mom and I clean. Much oh, better no. story. Much no, better story. No, I like no. that. Yeah, yeah. Kim <laughs> the cleaner. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this. Um, I've had a blast. Thank you as well. <laughs> awesome.